and welcome to episode 6 of the Cloth Nappy Geek podcast. Today I'm joined by Amy who just a couple of months into her own cloth nappy journey has spotted that hire kits and libraries aren't always available depending on where you live in the UK and so she has launched her own business which allows people to hire nappies and have them posted directly to them wherever they are in the UK. Hi everyone, I'm Cloth Nappy Geek and today I am joined by Amy who runs the Nappy Hire Company. Hi Amy, how are you? Hello, I'm good, thank you. Um, so I want to talk, start off first by talking about your own experiences with Cloth Nappies. Okay, um, so I had my second child um, four months ago um, and the first time round I, I only used disposables mainly because it's quite a lot to it's quite a lot to learn when you first have a child. Yeah. <laughs> um, and at, yeah, and at that point, I just thought, no, that's it's something that's not essential for me right now. But this time round, I'm a lot more confident, a lot more relaxed. Thought, okay, this is the time that I can I can give it a go. Um, and then my sister, so she had a baby roughly the same time as I did, which was great. Um, and she she jumped straight in with with the cloth nappies. So she gave me a bit of a demo. And I thought, right, okay, yeah, I think I can do this. And then I just started doing a bit more research. Um, and, and here we are now. I think we're maybe two months in now of using cloth nappies. And it's going, it's going fine. I, I now think, why did I not do it the first time round? <laughs> yeah, I have similar thoughts, definitely. Um, yeah. That's amazing. You've only been using two months and you've already um, sort of seen a gap in the market and launched this business. Yeah. <laughs> So my sister and I live in different areas and then the area she lives in, it was quite easy for her to find like a, a nappy library mm-hmm. to help her trial it out. Um, I did find one in the area that I live in, but it wasn't quite as easy. I had to sort of ask a few mums and get some referrals and it only seemed to be one. And then I thought, well, this could be a lot easier. It could be a lot easier for, for new parents um, and, for, and for parents who might have the time to give it a go if they knew a bit more about it. And sometimes you need to be reminded constantly through social media marketing and that kind of thing to uh, to get the message across. So I thought, right, I'm going to give this a go. Yeah, excellent. Yeah, definitely. This seems to be a bit of a postcode lottery in terms of libraries and also um, like council grants towards it. Some some give a bit of funding, some give for kits, some don't give anything at all. And and some have like an awful lot of hoops you have to jump through, whereas others you just pop a little form in and it's done. It'd be nice to see it standardised across the UK a bit more. Yeah, I think you're right. And um, I actually think that's probably going to grow in Scotland because because we all have the baby box. Yep. And inside the baby box, there's a leaflet um, to give if it's a voucher for tot spots. So, um, so therefore, all new, all new parents have access to that. So therefore, hopefully the use of reusable nappies will, will be able to grow through that. Yes, that's fantastic. So in, in my county, again, it's quite it's quite good. The voucher, there's a voucher scheme or you can exchange that for a little pack. Um, and they um, the, the, there's two ladies that work on the sort of the project that are sort of full time funded and they go out to loads of baby groups and stuff. Um, and it is it is really good. And so and they have a library kit that you can borrow. Um, I've got two sisters, they both live in the same county, but a different one from me, and they've both got babies. Only one of them is interested in cloth, but um, it's a very different experience, even though they're just a, across a county border, that they haven't got um, 
there is a library but it's there's like long waiting lists for it um it just doesn't seem so well publicized the support's more volunteer based which is great they're still they're still getting the support but it's not the same I guess if it, you know someone's a volunteer and they're kind of trying to juggle that around their own life as opposed to someone who's a paid employee and this is what their job is I think it's a lot easier to approach someone like that yeah I think you're right yeah um well, that's good that that service exists in your county. Yeah, you're right. It's a shame it's not sort of uniformed, but hopefully that'll grow. I hope so. Yeah, I, I do. I wonder if the cloth movement is really growing or if it's just because I'm involved in it. It feels big. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder that quite a lot, but I, I hope it is. I'd like it to see things it just become more normalised. I think it will, actually, because the next generation after us are a lot more environmentally conscious. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I would imagine it's going to grow. I hope, hope so. so. Yeah, I hope so. And uh, so I also have a teenager um, who was in disposables. Um, but yeah, she she's aware of cloth nappies and her friends are. And it's just that awareness that I didn't have as I when I was a teenager. So hopefully that trickles through for, you know, 10, 15 years time when they start families. Yeah, I would think so. Uh, some of my my initial customers have been sort of 10 years younger than me. So yeah, I, I do think the next generation is certainly going to be a lot more conscious of it than we that we were. Yeah, oh, I hope so. I'd be really interested, like once you've been running a bit longer, to see sort of your your stats about, you know, where people live and their age groups and stuff like that. It'd be really interesting information to see. And and I'm interested to see which brand they tend to to go for yep. after they've tried a few from me. Who do they, yeah who they go <laughs> for? So yeah, I'm interested in that for sure. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about the logistics of um, how everything works. So I've never hired a, a kit or a nappy library or anything. So I'm a bit clueless on uh, sort of the logistics about how I'd go about getting a kit from you and all, all that kind of stuff. So if you could run us through that just for other people that are listening that are in the same boat as me. Okay. Um, well, it's quite straightforward, really. Um, you just send me an email, let me know this is what you want to do. Um, you give me your address and transfer the, the fee. So it's £10 for a, for a two-week hire. Um, and then I put it in the post, the first-class post, um, and then you keep the nappies. So there's in the next couple of weeks, there's going to be five nappies in the kit. And you've also got a wet bag um, and disposable liners, you know, for if they're required for additional use. Um, so then you've got two weeks to, to use them all. So you get a feel for which one works for your baby at different times of the day or at night. Um, and get used to washing them and how long they take to dry and, and that kind of thing. Um, and at the end of two weeks, you package it all up, send it back to me. Um, and that's it really. Um, I do like to sort of stay in contact and as I say, ask, oh, which one did you prefer? And, and just get a bit more info. Um, only simply just because I'm interested. Um, yeah. And then I get the nappies all cleaned and ready to send out for the next hire. Okay, so um, which brands have you got in that in that kit of five, you say? Um, tot spots. So I've got two tot spots. I've got the peanut system, yeah, and the, the easy fit. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I've got little lamb. I've got the the bamboo and the wrap. Um, because I thought it was important to include like a really ba- like a basic design, something sort of similar to what cloth nappies were like back in the day. You know, when they were folded up and have a, had a cover on top, essentially. Yeah. Um, so I've got those three. Um, I've now got a close parent pop in nappy mm-hmm. um, and I'm just waiting for a peanut and poppet to arrive as well cool okay 
Yeah, that is exciting. That's a good mix, I think. And particularly, I guess, tot spots because you're in Scotland and and you get the the pack and stuff. So then if you've tried that one and you've got your your one off your voucher as well, then you yeah, that's a good definitely a good shout. Yeah, uh huh. And and I quite like the peanut system. That's the one that I'm using just now. Okay. So I thought it was important to include it, yeah. Yeah, if you're something you can talk about yourself with, you know, some personal experience, that's really helpful as well, isn't it? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I used the peanut system only really the easy fits, but is is that what you use exclusively or do you mix mix it up? Oh my gosh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Um <laughs> I wouldn't like to I have barely more than one of anything. Um not because I haven't found things I like. There's plenty that I could perfectly happily have a full stash of. Um, but yeah, I'm just forever trying new things. And my head's turned by a pretty print. And I think I must be nearing having tried, don't own all of these, but having tried 50 nappies by now. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> See, it's quite amazing that there's the market is that size, that there's, you know, all those yeah. different types. Yep. And every and day I find someone new that I think, I've never heard of this brand. Yes, I know. And the prints, are, you're right, the prints are lovely. They're quite tempting to buy another nappy and another nappy and another nappy because the prints are so nice, and particularly when they're seasonal. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I definitely am not sure about the money-saving aspect for me personally. <laughs> yes. I think if you can stay off social media and stop looking at everyone else's stashes, then definitely there's a money saving to be had. But for me, not so much. But it's okay because this is my hobby. And my husband has a hobby that costs money too. Um, so I justify it that way to him. <laughs> <laughs> it's good to have that in your back pocket. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what support do you offer to someone? If Say I've hired the kit and I'm getting loads of leaks and stuff. Can I contact you and troubleshoot that kind of stuff yeah of course yeah I'm always available um either email or phone call um or direct message or all the million ways that you can that you can get in touch online um um to answer any questions or just to talk to talk someone through it yeah that's great yeah because I often think it's amazing that nappies are available to buy in supermarkets nowadays it makes them really mainstream and accessible um but there isn't a support there that if you get at home and you've got leaks and you can't work out how to fit it you're and where people give up yeah I know and it can be quite a big investment if you've bought the, the type that doesn't fit for you you know if it doesn't suit your household and your routine yeah it's quite a big investment so you want to make sure people get it right for sure yeah definitely um I'm a bit of a stickler for um a bit OCD on hygiene and stuff so how do you ensure the nappies are, are cleaned properly between the different uses because I guess as a, if I've had the kit as a first-time user my wash routine might not be quite up to scratch if I'm not really sure what I'm doing I'm speaking from experience of my sister having just found out she's been using fabric conditioner on my nappies <laughs> okay <laughs> um, well I have um, some strict recommendations for washing um, on my website and I got them direct from Totspot um, okay. So they're, yeah, they're uh, quite strict about no fabric conditioner, um, no stain remover, etc. Wash at 60, um, only have small items in the wash with them and line dry where possible. If you must tumble dry, then a low setting. Um, so yeah, I, I keep that on my website. Um, when the nappies come back to me, regardless of, I mean, they're always clean, but I always put them through a 60 degree wash um, at home, then get them dried and packaged up again. So um so far there's been no stains or anything like that to worry about but if I, if it got to that stage I'd just replace them yeah okay it is pretty like the wash routine is is 
simple I find like I do think people overcomplicate it but yeah that's good that's one of the things I think that's a barrier actually to people using cloth nappies because anytime I speak to someone they're like oh do you have to put that in your washing machine and then I think well if your baby has a leak either in a, in a cloth nappy or a disposable and it's leaked onto the clothes well, what are you going to do with the clothes yeah yeah you're going to put them in a nappy bag if you're out and take them home with you and then you're going to put them in your washing machines so just do the same with a nappy yep absolutely 100% agree yeah so how is your sort of business model funded so it's a 10 pound higher fee for two weeks uh, yeah it's it's just a hobby business so I just I just bought most of the kit initially um, okay. and then and then charge out from there um, and I charge post, postage on top of that so that's it really it's quite straightforward it's just got a very small business on the side and what happens if I like a nappy that's in the kit that I've hired from you can I keep that or do I need to go buy that direct from the manufacturer myself um I would so I prefer people don't keep um items that are in the kit because they're they're kit nappies and and you might not want to keep to do that anyway you might want to buy a, a new one yeah so people can go direct to the manufacturer if they want or I do have some discount codes with some of the some of the brands so I always say to whoever is hiring the kit, if you decide to buy, I can probably get you a discount. So, but I can't guarantee because sometimes the brands are saying, well, it's over a certain amount of spend and, mm-hmm. and things like that. So if I can get them a discount, then, I, then I'll, I'll do that. Um, but it's on a case by case basis. Yeah. Oh, that's excellent. Everyone loves a discount, don't they? Yeah. I, know. <laughs> <laughs> um, I noticed on your website, you've got a link there to um, some mental health support for for mums it's really great to see uh, that kind of information put on somewhere you probably wouldn't expect it I wouldn't go looking on a nappy hire website for mental health support but what made you put that link on there I just think mums need mums need as much support as they can and so do dads I mean and, and carers being a parent is is a lot and you have good days and, and bad days or or good days and bad hours like I've just had this evening <laughs> <laughs> um, so sometimes you might need somebody to talk to and it's different for every person but I just I think it's important to keep mental health in general as part of the conversation and for it not to be sort of frowned upon um so anywhere that you can get support is a positive thing as a parent and it I think it's also sometimes it can make you feel better to know that oh somebody else needs a bit of help you know so just speaking out and saying yeah every now and then I could do with somebody to talk to I think is a positive thing yeah, definitely. Yeah, I would really agree with that. It, we need to normalise the difficulties of being a parent rather than the sort of shiny social media side of of everything being, you know, fun and, and easy. And <laughs> Yeah, your kids are not always quiet and well-behaved and clean. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, certainly not. <laughs> the reason I say this up really is I um, so I'm a marketer. That's what that's my day job. Um, when I'm not on maternity leave and for years since I've had my little boy I've been looking at other sort of mums who've got social media businesses and I've always looked at them so I want to find something that fits for that for me you know so taking nice images and, and getting it online and, and uh, hashtags and and just seeing what I can do with it so part of this this business for me is sort of building a bit of a track record and just enjoying that side of things where it doesn't feel like proper work if you see what I mean. Yep. When I found cloth nappies, I thought, actually, that's something I'm quite passionate about. And all the the patterns and the images are look great. You know, they look quite
quite really quite attractive. So um, I think that's one of the things that I really enjoy about it is social media side of things. Yeah, and I would definitely agree. I mean, I'm not um, making a business out of this, and <laughs> I don't really know how I ever would. Um, but I do, I do enjoy. It. As I said, it's this is my hobby. Like, yeah, this is something I, I like you. I'm, I am really passionate about it. And I totally have to bite my tongue when like one of my friends announces they're pregnant. I'm like, I need to mention cloth nappies somehow. <laughs> How did you get started in cloth nappies? Um, so when I was pregnant, I wanted to cloth nappy, um, mostly because uh, of like environmental impact. I was aware that I'd chosen to bring another child onto the planet and that was, I'm going to have a detrimental impact so I was looking at ways I could lessen that so in lots of different areas like cutting down all the sort of baby essentials that you're told you'll need like I guess being a second time mum it was a bit easier to be like yeah that, that didn't even exist last time and yet I've been fine yeah. <laughs> or things that I had bought and hadn't really used um so yeah I was able to sort of cut down and stuff like that and then yeah I kind of I think I found like a someone mentioned it online like on a forum or something about cloth nappies so I filled in the nappy lady survey and um just bought 20 of what she told me to buy um which was you know jumping in both feet first but they're great nappies um I still use them every day and my sister has half of those now because I'm not using them quite as much um but yeah I totally could have made it work with those 20 um it's just that that was a two-part system um so I had a, a shape nappy and then a wrap over the top um and then my husband decided he didn't like touching the shape nappy because it was wet so could we find an all-in-one um so and yeah here I am like nearly two years later 50 nappies under my belt <laughs> yeah it wasn't so easy to get my husband on board that's for sure no, so mine wasn't. He was very negative to start with. You know, if we had a leak, it was there was a criticism behind it and all the rest of it. But he's really good now. Like he works at home, so because um, I'm still kind of on maternity leave, um, I will walk past the office and I can hear him talking to someone. The other way he was having a conversation with someone about nappies. He was going, "Oh, and there's hemp, this and this. They've got Velcro and stuff." And I was like, "Huh, you do listen. You do know what you want about." <laughs> converted well done <laughs> yeah and he's obviously like trying to convert someone else so yeah it's great <laughs> <laughs> that's good you word of mouth it's spreading yeah but yeah so my initial reason for trying them was the environmental impact I think now that obviously is still strong and I'm, I'm really glad I'm doing it for the planet but there's other reasons now that would be higher in my list of why I've chosen so like the lack of chemicals against my baby um now I've sort of seen some of the information about what's actually in a disposable nappy and um like when you look at um like disposable sanitary products as well and how some of those are, are linked to health conditions for women and I think that can't be you know similar chemicals in a nappy as well and that that can't be good for the my baby so that's probably now my number one motivating factor more than the environment okay yeah I wonder if we'll look back in 20 years time and and think oh my god I can't believe we were using them at all mm, like talcum yeah. powder and <laughs> yeah mm -hmm, exactly yeah <laughs> I, I, I do worry because it's only a earlier generation isn't it that's been in disposable nappies and that's not much to pick up long term it's like like smoking like we used to be told that that was good for us that you should smoke and now it's the exact opposite that it's very bad for you and you should not ever try it 
we were actually talking about that the other day. You don't even hear of no smoking day anymore because so no. so you know hardly anybody smokes. So. Yeah, that's a really good point. I hadn't thought about that. Yeah, and I wonder if we can change that quickly um, on smoking. Then maybe yeah, there is hope for cloth nappies. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm sure the next generation will be mainly cloth. Hopefully. Yeah, I definitely hope so. Right, so thank you very much for your time tonight, Amy. It was really lovely talking to you. You're obviously quite a new startup um, and it's early days and yeah, it's a real great thing that you're bringing to the cloth community and I wish you every success with it. That's brilliant, Grace. Thank you very much for your time and good luck with the podcast. Thank you. (laughs) Thanks for listening today. I hope you enjoyed this. Please remember to subscribe to my channel and leave a review. And if you know someone else that would find this content really interesting, then please feel free to share it with them as well.